thought it was frightening but funny as well. It seemed to me that the, the people in there were sort of helping themselves more than they were getting help from the people that should have been helping them. They all had the same issues and worries. But it was like us and them, they sort of helped themselves. Which I suppose you do if you're in a group of people similar. You tend to sort of maybe have a laugh, make it funny, help yourself. And it's like us and them. Mm. And it shouldn't be that way. The first half, I was quite surprised by my reaction, actually. Very surprised. I just felt this really strong sense of stop moaning and stop being so black and white about everything. That kind of evaporated over the course of the film. But I just felt really irritated at one point in the first half. It's obviously giving a view about how hospital care hasn't been very good for people with mental health problems and how the suggesting the overuse of medication and the lack of care from the medical profession in particular. I do believe that there have been quite a lot of new developments which have actually meant that people spend less time in hospital, especially locally. We can demonstrate that we use hospital beds half as much as we used to do. I do think that we do support and maintain a lot more people at home or in the community than we ever used to do. That's not saying it's perfect. I can feel myself getting into, oh, well, our chairs are better than that. <laughs> I can laugh at this day centre. Our day service is better than that. And yet there were sort of things about it, the, the, the endless coffee bubbling away. The emotion I got from the video, just echo what Jane's saying, I would day services better than that. Even though you come in here and it's all friendly and nice mm. and you're free to come and go, I think what that video evoked was not freedom, in a mm. sense. Yeah. Yeah. Mountains of ash and yeah. the physical sense of it as well wasn't yes. a it nice... It comes down to, you know, as, as a commissioner of services, how we're actually allowed to spend money in yeah. the commissioned services and historically... There was a power given to local authorities to establish day centres, day services for people with a disability. I suppose it's now saying, right, I've got this X hundred thousand pounds to spend on day services in this area. It's how you can actually change that around and actually perhaps buy something different with it, maybe. So it doesn't have to be the traditional day service. Why is day services separate from employment services? When it's about, I would suggest, is giving people meaningful occupation. Mm. Uh, why does it have to be a discrete mental health day service? Why can't it be so more socially inclusive and, and expanding into the community? Yeah. The things that hamper that happening tend to be the way we get money to spend. You will spend this on mental health services. So it'd be very difficult to give it, for example, to the employment agency and say, well, with that, spend it, but include people with mental health problems in there. It wouldn't happen. You know, so you almost get possessive and you want to ring fence it for mental health. So that, in a way, excludes people and contradicts the sort of agenda for inclusion. I think it's the people who run it as well, isn't it? It's not just putting money into a day service. You've got to get people in who do care so the people do feel safe and comfortable and know they can come to somewhere, you know, get away from it all. It's so quite difficult too because we've got, for example, we've got quite a lot of people coming from institutions where they're not encouraged to do anything more than just kind of sit, watch the telly, and they bring that culture with them into the day service. And it's like trying to engage people and to support them to express their choices and to be more active and vocal. 
because that's what we want them to, to be. <laughs> but in actual fact, they're bringing with them a particular sort of mindset, maybe. Maybe that's how they feel safest and most comfortable. I don't know. I think it also highlighted uh, the, the issue that many service users do not know who is part of their care package, their CPA. And I think that's what the video highlighted that quite well. From what people say to me, that I don't think people have very much information about their medication. It's one of the things that people seem to talk about most at the drop-ins. They talk a lot about the medication and about not understanding about it, what the options are. So often medication does have such awful side effects. It just takes one or two people to be saying negative things about it and immediately this great whoosh of comments of sort of negative thoughts, worries, concerns that comes up. And, of course, that can be quite damaging for people who really need to take medication and are very put off. Clearly there are movements around in empowering service users. I think it started off as just a bit of decoration for a service to say that we had service users involved in decision-making, you know, from their own decisions around their own care plans through to being involved in planning services. I think there has been some movement on there. We use this word meaningful involvement. And I think in perhaps one or two instances we've achieved some meaningful involvement. There's often a contradiction between local meaningful involvement, uh, which is then contradicted greatly by central government, who don't seem to understand what it's about at all. Mm. And you can see that in the implementation of the National Service Framework locally. There's a contradiction when... At that local level, people say, well, we want this to be developed, please. Mm. Take it to the commissioners, who then turn around and say, well, that's all very well. However, we're told very clearly by central government, by the National Service Framework, that we have to prioritise these areas of development, and that's what you're going to get. Mm. I think there's a contradiction in saying, yes, set your local priorities, get service users involved. At the core of it, there's this very clear prescription from the centre telling you what you will have and what you will be measured on. When I think about it and when I'm honest, there are so many times when people might put forward suggestions and we then take it back to our workers' meeting and we look at those suggestions and so often we'll say, well, this can't happen because of such and such and we think they're very good reasons for the whole service and they're meeting the wider sort of needs of service users. But so often the experience for service users must be using the day service, oh, you know, they're blocking it again, you know. We've asked for lots and lots of day trips, and why aren't we having them, you know? And that we may think, perceive there's very good reasons, resource reasons, and all sorts of other reasons why that isn't possible. But watching something like that, it makes me think what it must be like all the time for service users who are feeling blocked, just day-to-day with little suggestions that are very important to them. I think it starts when you first go to your GP, though, I mean... They're too eager to take this. You know, they don't go into what's causing your maybe symptoms. People might be having relationship, debt problems, and that's not gone into when you first go to your GP. Something too about people responding, professional people responding and being a human being in, in that that came across very strongly to me in the video. And like when the mask was taken off, the remo. <laughs> I found that quite moving, actually. Yeah. It, there was something, oh, you know, we've got human beings suddenly. <laughs> and it happened later on when there was that connection at the end yeah. with Rosemary. You know, the, us not being perceived as people. And there are lots of difficulties around that. 
there are so many parts of myself, my personal self, my private life, that I would feel it was appropriate not to take into the drop-in, into the service, for all sorts of reasons. What do I take of myself that people can see as just a person? Wizard of Oz, wasn't they? They're all going for something to this wizard or whoever he was. Yeah. And when they got there, he was just an ordinary person like they were. Yeah. With the same problems that they had. Yeah. I think people maybe think GPs are miracle workers and they're not. Yeah. They haven't got all the answers. From the Open University. For more information, go to www.open.ac.uk forward slash use.